This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, you might think about taking Jesus Christ as your savior instead of fooling around with all this stuff. Ah, Jesus. This is Dirt and Sprague. I like him very much. He no help you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. What the hell's going on out here? Well, Nick's scared because his eyelids are jammed and his old man's here. We need a live was it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove, and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. That's all we got. One damn hit. I can't say damn on here. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. The fan. The summer wind. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. We hope we got a lot to get to in the final hour. Uh, I was told yesterday, uh-huh. not to derail baseball talk much, but I was told oh, yesterday. dare you. Come Friday, okay? The day the Beavers are beating the Huskies. That's right. And the Winterhawks and T-Birds are facing a showdown on the CW at 7 o'clock. Oh, <laughs> dirt on the WB. You know what you do? You throw the records out when those two rivals you face. Do. You throw the records out the window. T-Birds playing in Kent. You guys got any keys to the game for me for the pregame? Let me know. Holler at me. Keys uh, to the game. Yeah, watch your... Sh- Jastrowski. Jastrowski's a good player. Jastrowski's very good, underrated. Big yeah, big key. Uh, I was told that we might be in our new studio Friday. I'm going to keep teasing all of these new things that might or might not be happening. I'll believe it when I see it. Just so I can keep everybody in the loop of how I'm <laughs> experiencing this. Yesterday, hey, yeah, we could be starting our show on yeah, Friday. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also had uh, the, the the new text line, which was supposed to start yesterday. It yeah. didn't start yesterday, so then we had to send out a correcting tweet that the actually 503-250-1080 is still the text line. Yeah. We don't have a new number yet. And then uh, we had a listener respond to us and said, just like you're in your new studio, huh? <laughs> I was told that's coming next Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. It's going to be here. Um, all it right. sounds like my dad saying when he was going to show up as a kid. <laughs> I'll be there for your birthday. Two weeks. Yeah, two two weeks. weeks, little guy. Mark it on your calendar. <laughs> okay. Don't you worry. I was a little kid on the curb with a glove. <laughs> Nobody showed up. Oh, look at him. He's delusional. He still Uh, thinks it's going to happen. He still thinks it's going to happen. Okay, well, let's start here in the final hour because we haven't really talked about it yet. Yeah. Last night, ladies and gentlemen, you had a World Series game in Philadelphia. Bit of a dud for the, yes, you know, non-diehard baseball person. The first four innings were awesome because it was the Astros losing and it was a ton of home runs, which we love in baseball, right? Chicks dig the long ball. Harper going yard, my God. The Smoltz call on that was amazing because Smoltz says, watch for him to sit on a first pitch breaking ball. First pitch breaking ball and he hit it 8,000 feet. Go. That was a a mammoth home run. I had a couple thoughts here. One is 
I, this is a really cool moment for the sport. Like, you – in Major League Baseball, you're not guaranteed a couple of things. Okay. You're not guaranteed having a star, or like a face of your league play in the championship, and you're not guaranteed that that star is going to have big-time performances. That is a controllable situation for the most part in the NBA and the NFL. Like, when, when was the last time there was an NBA Finals that did not include a guy that was in the conversation for the face of the league? Right, like LeBron's been in it every year. Giannis, the new up-and-coming guy. Steph, Steph. KD, oh. Tatum last year, right? Yeah, like, this is a good question in the running for face of the league. That's in that conversation of, like, you're one of the best players in the league and one of the, one of the icons of the sport. I wouldn't put Tatum there yet, but okay, he, had, he had Steph on the other side. Steph so that was there. Goes for, God, I'd have to look back on that. So, like, just think Spurs about that. Pistons. Okay. Tim Duncan kind of boring. Who was the face of the Pistons? It was a Rip Hamilton. Was it Sheed? It was Chauncey. Chauncey. Rip. I think it was a Ben Wallace maybe with the fro and the Defense. defensive player of the year. Like it's been a long time. A, it was a collective, and then on the other side of the Spurs, like you know me and my Tim Duncan love. Sure, but Tim Duncan wasn't uh, making everybody super excited. He was not Kobe. He was not LeBron. There was a, there was a little difference there. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. The NFL, like you can do the same thing. When was the last time you had a Super Bowl? And maybe the answer is easier than I can think of. That didn't include a star quarterback, which are the faces of the NFL. Like, uh, the Giants, Ravens. Okay, so you got to go 20 years back. Dilfer versus, uh, uh, what's this, Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins versus Trent Dilfer. Like, it doesn't happen very often, right? For the most part, you get at least one in a Super Bowl, if not two. And you've had examples like Brady versus Mahomes a couple years ago. Yeah. You've had two. So baseball doesn't, it's very hard to make sure that your stars, and Bryce Harper's been a face of your sport for 10 years. He's been a debated guy since he was in high school. Number one overall pick. Like, he's been one of the featured athletes in your sport for a long time. It's not always a guarantee that you're going to get here. And when you get here... It's not always a guarantee that you're going to perform. You only have four at-bats. He doesn't get to take 35 shots. He doesn't get to have the ball in his hand on every play like a quarterback throwing it 35 times. He's getting four at-bats. And what's he doing? He's mashing right now. And I just, I had, they kind of dawned on me last night that I, I don't take that for granted. Bryce Harper has been a great pro for a long time. He's an MVP. He's been a face of your sport. And the fact that he's showing out and did that in the fir- bottom of the first inning when you probably have your biggest audience in the game, like, oh, World Series is turning on. Boom, two-run shot. That was a really cool moment for the sport. I had very bad timing last night, so I have the game on right at the first pitch. I'm excited. Atmosphere looks great in Philadelphia. And right as he's coming up to bat, like I watch him walk to the batter's box. I had to go tape an interview with <laughs> Lamar Hurd, and I'm like, oh, no. I'll bring it on my phone. And then I got upstairs, and we had a setup problem for a second. And before you know it, I opened Twitter and go, did I, did I miss anything? Yeah, you did. Bryce Harper going yard yet again. And I went, damn it. And it's awesome. Like, you need players like this. Like, this is some of the difficulty, I think, with the sport. It's not, it doesn't answer everything. It's such a regionally based sport. I think the NBA has this too. Like, when your team's in it, you care. When they're not, you get a lot of people like, eh, okay. You need the player that invokes an emotion in you. And there are a lot of people that hate Bryce Harper. But there's also a lot of people that love Bryce Harper. And so when you get a guy like that on the biggest stage and he comes through, it's it's one of the reasons why for me, 2002's World Series, not to bring up old bad memories for you, it's why it's one of my favorites. Because going into that World Series, I remember the narrative. Well, Bonds, playoff choker. Yeah, I went three times the Pirates, didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Mashing home runs. Like almost single-handedly winning World Series games. It's great when you get the big star on the biggest stage. And by the way, this series, I know you don't care about the ratings, and that's fine. But this series is one that needs this, right? They, if you're gonna, It helps, for if sure. If you're going to get more eyeballs to a game, you're going to be hard-pressed to find people that still care about Houston 
or that care about Philly at all. You need a Bryce Harper. This is what sports needs in, in basketball and baseball. And basketball gets it every year. It's great for baseball that they got it this year, that they got the guy who's vocal, in your face, doesn't care, plays the game with passion and fire, mm-hmm. has lived up to the billing as a as a phenom coming out of you know lower ranks. What what did he do? He wasn't was he high school? He went to JC for a That's year and then JC. went to yeah random JC in I think Vegas. Like to get that and to live up to the the billing and especially in such a passionate sports town. I, I'll, it's hard. It's hard. Top of my head. Find me a guy that matches the city spirit as much as Bryce Harper does. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's a really cool – like, we've talked about that with Trout so many times. Like, Trout has been the best player in baseball for 10 years, and he can't – I mean, he's sniffed the playoffs. Been, what, once, maybe twice, has never won a playoff game. Like, it's it, – you can't – and it's not his fault. The organization sucks. It's only what one guy can do. And but they the one have two time of the there, biggest terrible. top 10 names maybe they in the whole sport, there. and they can't even get to the postseason. Like, that is the – like, it just it, – it would be the equivalent of having Giannis in the NBA doing what he's doing right now and his Bucks not being able to sniff the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it just wouldn't happen in the NBA because you have stars and one guy can drive it. Whether he can win another one or not – that's a debate, but he's going to be in the postseason. He's going to be playing in high-leverage situations. And I think the story of the series so far is that the Philly star is showing up and Bryce Harper's having a great series. Jordan Alvarez is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. He's like one for 11, I think, in the series. What's he, Altuve doing? Because he wasn't. He he's been horrible the whole star. postseason. Yeah. He finally had a hit, I think, in game two, but he's been terrible. Like, More buzzers. God, it's, I, I feel bad for Mariner fans saying this, but really 90% of the damage that Jordan Alvarez has done in the playoffs Was. came in those first two games. <laughs> he hasn't done anything since then. Uh, it's nice of you to bring that up for Mariner fans. He doesn't fans. have, or, uh, he has two RBIs. And the whole Yankees series and the three games so far in this series, two RBIs since the first two games against the Mariners. Yeah. um, He had seven RBIs in the first two games. He has nine in the postseason. I mean, why did you pitch Robbie Ray? We can go back to that. (laughs) You should have walked him. You should have walked him. You should have just said, let's load a base. If he doesn't show up, though, this series is over. If he doesn't get it going. Well, yeah. The one good thing, I think, from the Houston side of this, not that we have a lot of people rooting for Houston, the one good thing for Houston is – Maybe Nola is, is is gettable tonight. Maybe that's the thing you, you, you know, usual stud for them, not played his best baseball as of late. Maybe that's the kind of the the light. Because if you lose this, the series is over for me. Like I, Yeah, that's the same spot they were in last year. They went down 3-1. They won game five, and then you, they lost. I mean, you got to win three in a row, and they lost game six but, to Atlanta. But the way that they're, like, Bregman's having a good show, but, like, the rest of their key guys, you Alvarez, Altuve, like, when your guys aren't got it going – I'll be hard-pressed to see, and Philly's undefeated at home right now. So they are. It's hard not to see if they go up 3-1 tonight, them not closing that out in Philadelphia. I, I will say, randomly, I do think the series should be 2-2-1-1-1. I tend to agree with you there. It feels a little unfair for the the better, the quote-unquote better team to have two home, and then, oh, we got to split. Okay, that's right. Oh, but then it's three straight on the road. That's a bit much, but that's neither here nor there. Philly's doing what Philly should be doing. A couple of things we haven't talked about in this series yet that are just left over in my notes. Martin Maldonado cheated. Yeah, nobody talked about this. <laughs> nobody. He used an illegal bat. Albert Pujols, for those who missed it, gave him a bat that's over 10 years old. Yeah, it was grandfathered into the Major League Baseball CBA. Yeah, and he didn't 
Well, he didn't report it, right? Isn't that how he got Well, caught? he just didn't know it. I don't think he knew that it was illegal. Like, he just didn't connect the dots. And he at Pujols retired. Yeah. And he wanted to do it as like a cool, like, Pujols, can I have one of your bats? He didn't realize that he does not have the ability to use that bat. Pujols did because, again, he was grandfathered in and he used it prior to the change of the restrictions. And so they allowed certain guys to continue to use their bat. He did not realize that. So Pujols sent him a bat, and he found out after the game that it was, it was technically illegal. Uh, any problems with the broadcast? We got a new broadcast for this World Series. I'm not a huge Joe Davis guy. Ah, you're so weird. I like Kevin Burkhart better. Really? I wish Burkhart was calling it. Why aren't they doing Burkhart? I thought that would have been his gig. He's the studio guy. He's got to sit out there with Frank Thomas yeah. babbling his mouth. But I haven't watched any of the studio coverage. Well, you're not you're not missing much. Yeah, it's, well, I, it's yeah. Frank Thomas saying nothing. David Ortiz a little hard to understand. A Rod, you know, saying a couple of cliches, and then they all laugh, and then you go to commercial break. Somebody is doing. I forget who it is, but somebody's doing a Bo Jackson thing, either a like a thirty for thirty type thing, or he's doing a, a book. I think uh-huh. it might be Jeff Perlman. Yeah, it is. It's Jeff Perlman. He's writing a book about Bo Jackson. Okay, and just kind of the lore and the mythology and like kind of just the kind of athlete he was. He did an interview Perlman did recently. And he said far and away what he has found out during this Bo Jackson stuff is that Frank Thomas was the biggest horrible. piece of crap, horrible person as a player. Yeah, he was horrible to his teammates. Yes. I love how we just act like the guy was never connected to steroids, even though he was the big hurt that weighed 400 pounds. Like, really? In the yeah, 1990s, he looked really? comically big on substances. Really? Definitely. He did it the right way? Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. And Bonds is the only one getting attached to one. being the yeah. D-bag. Nah, get him out of the Hall of Fame. He, doesn't, he can't go. Uh, the other one, too, is, and this will not affect tonight, Christian Javier is starting for the Astros. Justin Verlander blew a five-run lead in Game One of the World Series. He has still never won a World Series game. He's still married to Kate Upton. He, he, he. Is, she's one of those I forget about, and then the World Series comes around. And I'm like, that's right. They saw her on camera yesterday, and she got caught on the camera, like identifying the camera. She pointed to it. I saw it. <clears throat> Imagine doing sports radio right now. I'm trying to get marks on for tomorrow, but like, what's the sports radio ratio right now in Philly? In Philadelphia, they have an undefeated team, as you astutely pointed out. Tomorrow is going to be Philly versus Houston in football and baseball. And so I'm curious, like, if you're doing a radio show for three hours in Philly, is it 60-40 baseball? Is it 60-40 football? I think baseball for right now has to take the cake. Especially If the Eagles were playing, let's say they're playing, like, the Bills tomorrow. Yes. That, then maybe you're a little more even. They're playing the Texans. Yeah, it's a... So, I mean, I, they're a two-touchdown favorite. It's the biggest spread of this weekend in the NFL. Yeah. I might take the Texans to cover this, but, but that's a story for tomorrow. Uh, I think it, because of the opponent this week is, like, you got a chance to clinch the World Series. It's a passionate fan base, couple, You're two wins away, man. Two wins away. I don't think I don't think the world needs Philadelphia to do this, but they might do it. They, <laughs> they might win the Super Bowl and the World Series. They could. So they win game three. Kind of a dud of a game, but the start of it was exciting. Five home runs uh, or four home runs, whatever it was for the Phillies. They were just mashing the ball. And it was awesome. It's always fun to watch the Astros lose. And we got another game tonight. Aaron Nola on the hill. Uh, oh, we got breaking news. What do we got? Schefter tweeted, Commanders announced that Tanya and Dan Snyder have hired Bank of America Securities to explore the sale of their franchise. Well, how about they that? They got the piece of crap out of How about that? How about that? Have you seen the Commanders rap song? Left hand up. Commanders. Have you seen that song? No, I haven't. It says the Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and its countless fans to putting the best product on the field. 
and continuing to work to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL. Oh, okay. The yeah. gold standard. Hey, gold standard, baby. Because they've been doing a bang-up job for 25 They're going to find somebody to buy this team in an hour. Like, <laughs> yes. This oh, is the exclusive. No question. Be Bezos, probably. I mean, yeah, I think if you're the NFL, you'd probably want Bezos, right? But does he take anybody down with him on his way out? Does he drag anybody down? No, does he grab I, anybody off the edge and pull them down to the depth? I think this tweet is, and maybe I'll be wrong here, but this tweet is indicating, I think he's, I think he got strong-armed. Like, dude, shut the F up. Get out of here. You're not going to win a lawsuit. If he could take anybody down with him, who would you want to see him take down? And why is it Jerry Jones? It's Jerry Jones. <laughs> it's it's without a doubt. It's Jerry you Jones. Any photos in that closet, Jerry? Uh, the one skeletons? One bad thing is the Cowboys probably improve if Jerry Jones was taken <laughs> out of the equation, which is uh, kind of my nightmare because the Cowboys are uh, obviously really well-liked. Uh, this is huge. Does it matter if Bezos is doing the Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football? Can he be an owner? I don't know the answer to that. Do we have a standard there where like somebody running NBC owned a team or CBS or I, I don't think we've had this. Before. I would imagine if I were Bezos, I, cause I think, well, I don't know. Did Disney, did somebody with Disney ever own? Iger might be sniffing the suns, but, and he's, you know, well, but he's not working for Disney anymore. No. Yeah. He's gone now. Hey, have you ever had a broadcast relationship Counter with an ownership bid. Did Ted Turner ever own a team? They had Turner Field. He owned, Wait, owned, the, he owned the Braves, Braves he owned for the a Braves. while. That's why it was Turner Field. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, touche. But, but I guess they were never a part of the They were on his entity, right. though. He had, like, basically a pseudo Well, yeah, but that was, that was like Kroenke uh, owning uh, altitude sports that the, the yeah, Nuggets I guess, are on. I, well, but he all, yeah. Yeah, I guess that we do have that in the NBA. So maybe it's not a big deal yeah, at all. Maybe it's not like he he's picking the schedule. I'd imagine that they'd want Bezos to own it. But, hey, that's big news in the NFL, man. Get that scumbag out of there. So Huge. There I never go. thought that would happen. Yeah, Tanya and Dan Snyder, that gold standard. Whew, what a gold standard the they have set. balls to say to set the gold standard of workplace <laughs> environment. The balls to put that in the release. Uh, nothing matters anymore. Let's get to your favorite segments. Favorite segments, Satter Story next on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at Adams, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080. Come on, don't miss. The Fan. Oh, hey, oh, hey. Welcome back in. Statter story time on a Wednesday. Running a little late. Old Dan Snyder got in our way in the last segment. Tell you what, you know what I miss the most aside from having a great studio and the studio looks good? What do you miss? I miss the control over my own microphone. Yeah, we have no control in here. Like uh, yesterday I had this throat thing drinking my coffee and I had to cough a million times. I had to like... Like, hold it, because I didn't want to sound like I'm COVID microphone guy, and I'm, like, crying trying to hold it. It was awful. Not good, man. Not good. Almost soon. Hey, I heard Friday. I was just text something else. Oh, okay. (sighs) All right. Swag, what do we got today? Uh, Let's see. Your first number is 70. 70. Is it the total number of games where both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant played together during Steve Nash's tenure as head coach of the Nets? That's so sad. Or is it the maximum altitude in feet that the Spruce Goose reached on its one and only flight oh, on yeah. this day 75 years ago? I love a good Spruce Goose. I've, I've seen the Spruce Goose twice. It is a beautiful, magnificent thing, although kind of pointless. Like, just, hey, we made a big-ass plane, and it flew it once, and now we have it in a museum. I am going to take, I don't really know anything about the Spruce Goose. I'm going to take the story, though. Because it, it was a, it's a big, have you ever seen the Spruce Goose? No, I've never heard of this Oh, before. man, it's a it's a cool, it's a big-ass plane. It's yeah. a big-ass plane. I know a, a, a friend of uh, our families, they got married at the Air Museum. Okay. And so it's it's a really cool thing. They had a cool water park there, too, if you're ever out near McMinnville. It is six times larger than any aircraft yeah. of its time. Well, you're cheating because I think you're reading about it. I'm so. not reading, I'm not reading. I am going to go stat, though. Because I feel like, I mean, because year one, Katie didn't play. Year two, uh, Kyrie was, like, showing up, kind of not showing up. Year three was COVID, and then this year they played, what, one game? I, I think 70 sounds about right. I'm going to go stack. That's a good That's a good guess. I'll take a story. It is a story. Uh, Kyrie and uh, KD have played 64 times during uh, Steve Nash's tenure. Less that, that 35 is... wins and 29 losses. In three? I mean, it's been two plus, like, oh, God, that's awful. So the Spruce Goose... Uh, it took its only flight November 2nd, 1947. It reached a maximum height of 70 feet. It stayed airborne for just one mile. Uh, it was a Howard Hughes endeavor. Okay. Um, and so uh, he spent, uh, he w- they were looking for military uh, transport planes during World War II. And so it was a prototype, and it was six times bigger than the any other aircraft at the time. And they, you know, the War Department was like, "This is never going to work." And because there was a restriction on metals, all the metals were going into use for things that were actually being used in the war. Mm-hmm. He had to build it out of wood. So there, there's the nickname, the Spruce Goose. It was actually the Hughes H4 Hercules uh-huh. or the flying boat. Um, and so then, uh, that turns out, um, you know, then it became a personal thing for Hughes, uh, government tried to kill it, but, uh, he went about and, uh, said, nope, this thing's going to fly. 
took one flight down in California, and then it's been uh, housed uh, for the last several years uh, at the McMinnville Air Museum down there. That's pretty cool. I have been there one time, and that's a pretty sweet place. To the uh, Air Museum? Oh, yeah. One time. I don't remember seeing the Spruce Goose. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention it's to the Well, there's a couple plane. different buildings. I mean, it's uh, maybe massive. I, in that build. I don't remember that one. I remember when they moved They moved it. It had to come on like they had to carefully deconstruct it in these several huge parts and then put it back together once they put it in whichever massive building they have out there. I think it was a, I wasn't there to look at airplanes. It was a different event that was hosted uh, at the oh, museum. There you go. And yeah. so it, it was like they were in the background, but it wasn't the main reason I was there. It, it's a cool, I, I, as I said, my our friends got married out there. It is a really cool place for venues if you want to go do something out there. And I've never been to the water park. There's a slide that starts in a plane on the roof and comes all the way down. Looks terrifying. I don't like water slides. Uh, but if you love water parks, it's got a kick-ass one. There you go. All right, your next number is seven. Seven. Uh, so assuming there is not a rain out Thursday, is it the number of times a World Series game and an NFL game will be played on the same day with both teams from the same metropolitan areas? Oh, that's a good one. Or is it the number of days a venomous king cobra snake went missing in a Swedish zoo before it was found last week? I saw that a snake went missing. Uh, I didn't see how long, though. It, it, could Look, this I'm happen gonna, seven times? That's what I'm going to say. It feels like it's too many times. The odds of that happening. I'm going to go story. Now, I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to go story. Okay, hold on here. There's no chance that's happened seven times. San Francisco, Miami. Nope. Yeah, but then you're in AFC, NFC. Like, this, the Denver, ticket, Green Bay. No. On the same day, too? Yeah. Like, that like maybe you played them two weeks earlier or a week later the same day as a game? This is going to be something dumb, like Chicago in the 1950s or something. <laughs> Isn't a it? A New York football team would play it. I'm, I'm going to say story, too. I, that seems like a lot. I'll be surprised if this is a stat. I'll go story. It's a stat. Yeah, you're it. You're this is from uh, ESPN Stats and Information. So uh, game five is scheduled now for Thursday due to the rain out, and uh, the Eagles will be playing the Texans. So there have been 155 times a World Series game and an NFL game were played on the same day. Thursday is the seventh where both games involve teams from the same metro areas. Of course, they don't list the other six times. New York and New York again. The Jets and the Giants at the same time as the Yankees and the Mets in 2000? Maybe. Possibly. Uh, This is from uh, a Swedish zoo six days ago. Uh, The Skansen Aquarium is part of the zoo in Stockholm. Uh, the King Cobra escaped uh, through a light fixture in its uh, in its cage. Uh, they evacuated the building. However, the building was secure. So finally, they found uh, where he was hanging out. Where was he? Was he just in the walls somewhere? Uh, yeah, somewhere up. Um, Can you imagine how terrifying that would be to be a zoo employee walking around oh. with a King Cobra on the loose? Oh. Yeah, hey, so they the said uh, they relocated the reptile overnight in a confined, uh, confined space near its terrarium. Staff were trying to figure out how to uh, coax it back into its cage. Uh, the snake's official name is Sir Voss. I, I, I'm not which a- is Swedish for hiss. <laughs> That's a great day. I would literally cry if you put me in a room with a King Cobra. I would cry. I would, like, break down. <laughs> what do you think the announcement was over the PA system to the people at the zoo when they I found out the I think they just the had ushers uh, come in and uh, quickly, quietly. Why don't you calmly head for the exits? Because there may or may not be a King Cobra on the loose. Yeah, that's, that's something you just have people. It's like, I'm sorry, we need to. Yeah, you, you 
You're pretty vague at that point. That is such an underrated, most terrifying animal on the planet. Yeah, is they grow to be about, uh, yeah, they, they can be six, seven feet. They're huge, but they're they're not just six, seven feet. But I'm then they, way. yeah, they raise up. Yes. And they have the little hood. Oh, my God. And they are among the most venomous snakes in the world. And they're they're not, like, thin. They're, like, pretty no. thick for what they're, they got good girth. It's a meaty snake. Oh my God. Your final number is 17. Prior to Tuesday, is it the highest position the Tennessee Volunteers have ever been ranked in the history of the college football playoff rankings? Or is it the percentage drop in absenteeism for workers for Unilever in New Zealand after an 18-month trial of going to a four-day work week? Uh, Hold on here. Story. Did you know that for a fact? No. But I feel like they had a year with Jeremy Pruitt where they got off to a good start. And might have been they ranked were number one. No, not number one, but higher than 17. No, the playoff oh, rankings, gotcha. not yeah, AP. I know. I know, I know. So the playoff rankings don't start till like I know. two-thirds of the way in. I you think Jeremy Pruitt had a year where they I were I think he had a year where they good. were like six and one, and then their season tails pinned. Tail spun. Spun out. You know, I feel like he kind of wants us to say stat here, doesn't story. he? Story. I'm going story. I think you're good. I'm going to say stat. I mean, I'm horrible at this game. Don't follow me. I'm say stat. Yeah. It's a stat. Yeah. I'm horrible. <laughs> Hey, come on. The Vols were ranked 17th in the uh, fourth week of the rankings in 2016. That was probably the year. Was their, that Pruitt or was that their Orange previous Pants previous high uh, after uh, before being ranked number one yesterday? Remember who I'm talking about? Orange Pants. Uh, Dooley. <laughs> that was that would have been Jeremy Pruitt, I think. The, their other cat was no 16. Might have been uh, what's his Dooley nuts? man? No, who was the other guy? He's on Alabama staff now. He yelled a lot. Oh. Butch Jones. Butch Jones? Okay. Tell us about the four-day work week. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Unilever is a, a giant international company amongst their brands. Let me see. It's like Ben and Jerry's. Um, what else do they have? Yeah, 2016 was Butch Jones. Uh, Dove, uh, the Dove brands of, uh, you know, hygiene stuff, Lynx, Magnum. Uh, but they have offices in New Zealand, and so they uh, did a test run of the four-day work week, uh, and uh, they found out absenteeism went down 33%. How about that? During that time, morale has been boosted, How productivity increased, so now they're going to uh, implement that in their Australian-based uh, <laughs> operations of... Uh, of more than uh, 900 employees, so they found... Uh, Our boss is here right now. Should we float the idea down sure. the hallway? Sure. <laughs> uh, 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 they wasted uh, less time in meetings. Those went down by three and a half hours per week. Come on, baby. Fewer emails were being uh, sent out amongst everybody, so they also had the option to work from home two days a week. So, yeah, so uh, around the world... There you go. Four-day work week's becoming a thing. I'm sure we'll be last to that, too, like we are everything else that's smart and makes sense the most for its people. Uh, yeah, you could go ask her right now if she's down for the four-day work week. I'm sure she would say yes, and then she'd turn to us and go, are you ready for less money? Because <laughs> that's what America would do. That's America's this? version is we'll pay you well, less I think money. Well, I think they work the same amount. Of, I think it's four tens or four yeah. ten-and-a-half-hour days as opposed to eight, yeah, uh, five eight-hour days. You want me to do four four-hour shows? So, on yeah, in, let's do four four-hour shows. That's one more hour of radio than I would have done maybe no no one hour I know I volunteered to do a four hour show five days a week no no if we did four four hour shows that would be 16 hours as opposed to three five hour shows at 15 hours touche look at that we're working more
I, long I, want, hours. I want an extra hour now, and we're working five. How about this? How about this counter argument? Yeah, I work less, and you pay me more. <laughs> huh? Think that'll fly? Is our productivity gonna go up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm already as productive as I can be, man. All, All right. right, there you go. Statter story. Every Wednesday at eight fifteen. That was a good one this week. Swag. I like that statter story. That was solid. I, I, I have a beef with one of them. Oh, well, oh, oh, what? Well, don't give me this whole. There's they've played seven times the same teams in the sports and then not list the six. That seems like you're making it up. Yeah, you gotta kind of you gotta list those ESPN stats and info. That's yeah, a pretty key. That's a massive amount of teams that have squared off from the same cities. Yes, it is, and I, I'm still not buying it. I think I went one and two. Uh, let's get to a little college football showdown weekend peekaboo, shall we? That's next on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got uh, P1 Beer Truck Joe chiming in. Deliver beer for a living. Company schedule is 410s. Pick up a fifth day optional. Means guaranteed overtime. I mean, that's good money when you need OT, and it's exactly. nice to have a three-day weekend when you get it. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, I want to play. We don't have a lot of time here. We went a little long there on Satter Story in the World Series. We'll close up with a little... Uh, uh, I want to talk about the the uh, Blazers in Memphis tonight. Should be a fun game on ESPN and, of course, game four of the World Series. A little uh, college football weekend peekaboo. Just taking a look at some lines and our early indicators. Peekaboo! We got, we got Oregon State-Washington on Friday. And I think that's, I mean, that's a huge game for both teams. And we're going we're gonna to dive a lot into that matchup. Uh, just give me your early gut instinct on some of the lines because we do have a showdown Saturday in college football. Georgia is hosting Tennessee, number one versus number three. The Bulldogs are favored by eight, north of a touchdown. I love Tennessee getting points here. Eight and a half is a big number. I think their offense, especially now that there's an injury in the linebacking core for Georgia, uh, you can key in on Jalen Hyatt. They've got an offense that's up-tempo. Hendon Hooker's having a Heisman year. He should be the Heisman winner. And so I, I love this number for Tennessee. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth battle, and it's going to be close. What was it against Alabama? Seven and a half, eight and a half? Uh, it was, it was so, I thought it was less than a touchdown because it was it? in Tennessee. No. I felt like well, maybe it eventually by kickoff got bet down. I feel like for most of the week it, it was. It was seven and a half because Bama went up and everyone went, oh, my God, they're going to cover the game. Yeah. They went up after trailing by 18. They came back, went up. 
and everybody thought Bama was going to cover the number, and then Tennessee responded. Came back. Uh, speaking of Bama, they're, they're at LSU. Tennessee 7-1 and one against the number, by the way. One of Ooh. the best marks in college football. Ooh, juicy nugget. Uh, Alabama at LSU. Alabama favored by 13 and a half. I'm, I'm taking Bama there. I, I would do. Look, I want to give him a compliment and use it as reasons I'm betting Bama. Jaden Daniels actually been good for LSU this year. He's running around making plays. Uh, it's Jaden Daniels against Alabama. I'll take Alabama. It is funny because there's been I've seen a lot of SEC fans that are saying Bo Nix's turnaround is because he went from playing SEC defenses to playing Pac-12 defenses. Which, if you're an SEC fan, I get that argument. The, I mean, the easy count argument is Jaden Daniels. Yeah, he, he was horrible in the Pac-12 last year. And he's actually having a pretty good year in the Coach, SEC. Turns out coaching matters. And, and talent around you matters. How yeah. about that? What a funny, unique thing. Uh, this one's unique. Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson's over, only favored against a 5-3 and three unranked team by 3.5. Barely a field goal for Clemson. It's it's uh, it's in South Bend, right? It is yeah, in, South in South Bend. Bend. I, I don't know how to feel about Notre Dame. I, Notre Dame just plays NBC. all their games close for some reason. Yeah, except when they... They don't. I mean, they lost some head scratchers. Marshall beat them pretty well. Uh, well, it was 26-21. Yeah, but Ohio I mean, State game was 21-10. They led it to half. They lost 16-14 to to Stanford. Uh, the last couple, I mean, they've won a couple of the games by, I mean, they blew out Syracuse on the road this weekend. I don't think Syracuse is very good. First but, play of the game was a pick six. Oh, was it for Syrac- Syracuse? The very first six? play. Yeah. They, they were talking about this kid, the quarterback for Syracuse, like, hey, he's been really good with the ball. And the very first play, he oh, threw a pick six. The broadcaster jinx. Uh, you know, I think for that reason, you just highlighted. You take the hook. Give me the hook. I, I think you got to take the hook there. I'll take okay. Notre Dame plus the points. I kind of like the hook there. That's a good little hook. Uh, and then the only the other uh, game, which is big because of the the playoff ranking committee, it's pitting two ranked teams. Texas is somehow in the top 25. They're in Martin Stadium this week. Uh, or not Martin Stadium. Uh, Snyder Stadium in, in Manhattan. And te- Texas is a favorite on the road at Kansas State. This is a game to circle in terms of does does it strike midnight for Kansas State? They're, this is big for Big 12 standing. Huge for Big 12 standing. Because TCU, is, they do the two best team thing, right? TCU yeah. is undefeated, so and they have a head-to-head win over uh, Kansas State, I believe, right? Yeah, and they come yeah. back and win that game. Yep. So they're, they're already a game up there. Oklahoma State's got two conference losses, and Texas has two conference losses. Kansas State only has one. So if Texas wins this, there's a pathway for them technically to get into the Big 12 championship game. What's the game. spread? Uh, Texas is favored by two and a half on the road at Kansas State. God, that's hard. How much of that is Vegas just propping up Texas, knowing Texas is going to get money? Kansas State looks good. I mean, they just beat the living S out of Oklahoma State at home with their backup quarterback. But the talent level is in Texas's favor here. Sure, but it was for Oklahoma State, too. Oklahoma State beat Texas. I'm going to take Texas. You think Texas wins? Midnight for Kansas State? Kansas State, I mean, they, they ran it. They, they dominated Oklahoma State. Are they going to do that again? And Quinn Ewers playing quarterback? This is, the funny thing about Kansas State, we do this with big-time teams around the country. Like, it's good when X team is – like, USC has been that for a lot of folks this year. Ah, it's better for college football when USC is good. Can I, Kansas State, to me, is a random one. I enjoy when Kansas State's good. I like when Kansas State is good. Like I, do, I don't know. I just, that's a good stadium. Is that because you wanted to face them in the Fiesta Bowl and <laughs> wax them because we knew they were not legitimate? 
What was the... Colin Klein. Klein. Did he Klinatron or what was his name? He had yeah, like it a, was something like that. <laughs> he was a Heisman finalist. He was, dude. He had a great year. That was a good Kansas State team. And then you kicked the ball off to DeAnthony Thomas, and you yeah. found out how stupid that was. Never forget that guy's face, the Kansas State fan, right after the touchdown. They showed him <laughs> in the stands, like, shaking his head. So uh, there you go. I just wanted to play a little peek It is a big-time weekend in college football. And for Duck and Beaver fans, two things. One, nice that the Beavs play on Friday night, so you don't have to worry about watching your team on Saturday. You hope you're going into Saturday feeling good off of a win and for Oregon you technically have a bye this week so you can sit back and enjoy uh, all these big time games around the country it's gonna be a great weekend of college football I'll be honest with you buddy I'm recording the duck game yeah, my, but, yeah, my nephew yeah. has a playoff game I I will not be watching that duck game and if I see a final score 55 10 I won't watch a second and come Monday I will have nothing to say other than Oregon took care of business. No, there will be nothing to talk this about. This is basically about that game. a bye week. The only thing about Oregon next week is here comes their actual stretch of opponents yes. to finish the season. Utah, Utah, OSU. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, let's close up with uh, game four of the World Series. And the Blazers, back. they've been off, man. I feel like the Blazers haven't played in a month. I'm excited to watch them tonight against Memphis. Let's close up there next on the fan. All right, uh, let's close up with a couple of things going on tonight. Fun little sports night, folks. Fun little sports night. Uh, you got game four of the World Series. After the rain out of game three, they finally played it last night. The Phillies lead two to one. And uh, the line, I want to see what the DraftKings odds are on this thing. So it's Nola versus Christian Javier for the Astros. Uh, five o'clock on Fox. Let me pull this up. The over under last night, by the way, just a brutal beat. I bet the over, it was seven and a half. Oh, seven. And nothing. the Phillies hit those those two more home runs. They had all those bombs. They'd scored seven. I think it came in the fifth inning. They scored their seventh run. I'm like, dude, this is a lock. You know who screwed it up? I'm never going to forgive him. Gene Segura. <laughs> Gene Segura came up. The Phillies had runners on second and third with one out, and he popped up. Hit a ground ball. Get a run in. Put together an at-bat, damn it. Uh, money line, this is an even game now. Minus 110 either way on the money line. Astros minus one and a half on the run line, plus 150. Phillies plus one and a half, minus 175. The over-under, by the way, again, at seven and a half. If you like the over, you can get it at plus 100. That's, uh, That's a lot of runs, man. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think Nola's going to have a good start, even though I know his postseason ERA is not great. Uh, I think he's, what, is a 10-3-8 right now? Or that just might be his World Series numbers. I think those, um, yeah. But I, I do. I like. I said it earlier. Until I see somebody beat Philly in Philly in front of those crazy ass fans, I'm not taking it, man. I'm riding the Phillies again tonight. I think you got to ride the Phillies. They're the hot hand. They're the team of destiny right now. And um, you know we're getting ahead of ourselves because Houston could still come back and win this series. No, totally, I, they win tonight. You got to miss anybody's game. It's a conversation to be had of uh, where you're at of Houston. You don't win this World Series. Should we go to the? Is this a must win for Houston? Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a must win. It's a must win. Must win? Yeah, it's a must win. Are they coming back from 3-1? <laughs> I don't think are so. Are they going to win a game in Philly? Like, I don't think so. Man. There were Philly fa- the Philly fans are so fun, man. That's a great atmosphere. Uh, there was a great Houston sucks chant going. Oh, yeah. And there was a video that went viral of Mattress Mac just getting heckled. Philly fan just letting him have it. Hey, he, he defended his <laughs> honor, though. He it didn't is. just roll over and go, okay. He was tossing some birds out there. Blazers and Grizzlies tonight. Uh, you can watch our boy Corey Jez on... Uh, Root Sports Plus. It's also on ESPN. I'm jacked for this one, man. They haven't played in four days. It's Friday, man. It's been forever. What's up with the schedule? I, it, you know what? It's nice for the broadcasters and people working for the team because it's such a long season. You don't get this kind of time off often, but I'm I'm jacked for it. I think this could be fun. Memphis minus four and a half. Are we taking the Blazers? Taking the points? I'm taking the points at home. The points. Okay. Memphis is a damn good basketball team, and they clearly have the better talent. But Ant beat them last year in Memphis. We'll see what Shaden can do on the big stage. 
Simon's over under points tonight, 24 and a half. I would, I would lean the over there. With no Dame in the lineup, he's a different player. So I'll, I, I'm rooting for Mike Hale for Portland. I think it'll be fun. Should be fun, man. It's going to be a nice little sports night. The World Series, enjoy it. Blazers, Grizzlies, 7 o'clock tonight. They haven't played since Friday. And, uh, well, I think they're technically behind Phoenix in the Western standings now, right? I think Phoenix has one more win than them, but only one loss, and the Blazers have that head-to-head. So fun one tonight for the Blazers. Enjoy it. Uh, tomorrow, we may or may not have Heather Dinich on. We're efforting to get her on at 8.30. We will have Ken Barkley on at 8 and probably going to Philly for the ticker. We'll see what the Phillies can do tonight. And the Eagles play tomorrow on Thursday Night Football. So lots going on in the sports world. We're loving every second of it. If you missed any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at Thurton Sprague, and at 1080thefan. Thank you so much for being a part of our Wednesday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. This is 1080thefan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.